mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Two very special guests with us in the studio today. <laughs> They've been on the program a couple of times before. Uh, you may be familiar with their work. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Number one friends of the show. Best friends of the show. Parents of the show. Please welcome into the studio, Peter Warsaw and Jeff <laughs> Kiev. Yeah! That's us. Gonna, that is us. That's us. That's us. That's our non-diplumes. Look, uh, bad news, guys. Everyone's cottoned on to the fact that we're assholes, and I don't think we're going to be able to have guests on the show anymore. So it's probably just going to be me and Carl. From now on. That's it. No more Deadwood, folks. It's uh, just the cream. Just yeah. the cream. Yeah. We've risen to the top. After <laughs> 68 other episodes, we've finally risen to the top. Um, I know some people out there might be expecting big things from the fact that this is episode 69, but <laughs> unfortunately, we're unprepared. We are, well, That's we'll very see. fortunate. We'll hey, see. this is Distilled Dum Dum Club. This is like no, no one... No one Stuffing up the show. It's just pure. This is what the punters want. It's been a while, hasn't yeah. it, since we've just had a pure, yeah. pure stream. It's just, there's international listeners listening in going, well, thank God we don't have any more open micers from Melbourne <laughs> wrecking the show. Like, oh, <laughs> so they can do five minutes down at Spleen on a Monday. Oh, get them in for a gab fest. No, we want the two, the so two main men. In a sentence, pitched at international listers, you've mentioned Spleen, you've used the word gab fest. <laughs> Gabfest is American, isn't it? Is it really? It sounds pretty Aussie. Does it? Mm. No, Gab sounds like American to me. I don't know. Uh, For any international listeners, I am doing shows at the Brisbane, uh, Sydney and Melbourne comedy festivals. Uh, Please come along and check them out. The show is called Pipsqueak. You can check uh, get tickets from uh, all those uh, different festivals' websites. They're on sale now, except for Sydney. Um, and uh, I did mention last week that you can find all the information on my website, tommydasolo.com. Thank you to the person who pointed out to me that I shouldn't plug things when my website has been hacked and I still haven't gotten around. It got hacked. It got, what do you mean? It got hacked by... This is just, this isn't By me. the real Tommy Dasolo. <laughs> this isn't The real Tommy, the birth, with his, the birth name of Tommy Dasolo, the real one. By Ancestry.com saying, this is bullshit, put your real name on here. Yeah, or by the Italian government going, this, he is not one of ours. The Italian program on SBS, <laughs> angry that I couldn't do that interview for them. Um, no, this is a true thing. This, this, is, this isn't like my spin on it. This is what, because it got hacked in that way where... I went, you, someone sent me a thing on Twitter on Christmas Day, of all days, saying your site's been hacked. And I went on there and it was You're just, on there. You said, sorry, mum and dad, uh, halfway through my roast. But yeah, I'm Gen Y. I'm going to go and check my email. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I got on there and uh, someone's like, they've done that thing where they, they, they make a point of the fact that they've hacked it. Like they've put this holder page up oh, where really? it's like, yeah, we got you. And there was like a picture of a skull and crossbones and- they like claiming to be Serbian princes or something like that. Really? Like they got properly done, yeah. Are you sure you just didn't accidentally visit princeofpersia.com <laughs> and you're playing a game there? Or, or I got really drunk and yeah. just like, I'm going to redesign this yeah. thing, did, yeah. Did Pac-Man hack your page as well? Or? <laughs> no, it was Mrs. Pac-Man. Oh, Ms. <laughs> Ms. 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 Pac-Man and Donkey Kong Jr. teamed up <laughs> to take down TommyDasolo.com. Oh, Duke Nukem, he's, he's got me again. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, <laughs> brother of John. Um, <laughs> I uh, so yeah, it, it is. Uh, it's it's down at the moment, and uh, I haven't I haven't had reliable internet access for a while, so I haven't been able to. Um, Get the retrieve my password right. from those scoundrels, well, scallywags, ne'er do wells. I, got on I say that that's a new challenge for instead of uh, wrecking our careers on, on IMDb or Wikipedia, just as soon as Tommy's page is back up, please, <laughs> oh. guys, go to work. The best hack <laughs> no, you can. Don't leave. No. Yeah, leave an awesome signature on his, on his page. I know for a fact that members of Anonymous listen to this show. <laughs> You don't know what that is, do you? No, don't. They're no. like a big, uh, they're like a big hacking group. Yeah, they do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, they're like online terrorists. That's good. You're turning the TV off in the studio just to make sure that you're you're giving me a hundred percent. Yeah, I was just looking at out of the corner of my eye. I saw Sheldon started getting covered by cockroaches on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> I thought if this shit keeps up, I'm going to be that's, Buckley. That's a secret for listeners of the show. We always have um, uh, the Big Bang Theory in here to inspire us <laughs> to be funny um, during the show. Usually, we just copy what they say. <laughs> On screen, so yeah. So um, yeah. So you, uh, 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 if you want to get tickets uh, to those things at the festivals, um, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter or Facebook, and I'll have uh, all the details up. Give there money to hackers on TommyDaslow.com. It is back up. Also, big news: we sort of announced it last week, but they are on sale now. Uh, the Little Dum Dum Club is doing shows every Monday night of the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in the Melbourne Town Hall, eight thirty p.m. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It couldn't be any bigger. We're at 8.30 in the town hall. This is like El Primo's spot in the whole festival. I mm. think they may have kicked out Arj Barker yeah, we're to in get the con- us in We're there. in the conservatory, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're at the MCG. No, we're not. Yeah. Um, but 8.30, and it's like a it's a big venue. It's a big so please. So we need we, all friends of the show, we even are people going, that hate the show. People are going to be annoyed at us for plugging this every week from now on. Yep. But we do need to make it clear, this is costing us a lot of money <laughs> to do. So please, if you could come down and see at least one of them. Or just hack the, the ticket website so we've got an excuse <laughs> yeah. why we don't sell any tickets. I'd love it if those, uh, the only way I would be okay with my website being hacked by Serbian princes is if they, is if they were listeners of the show. Are they, gonna, they actually... are they holding your blog ransom? What's, <laughs> what's happening? How do they do? <laughs> Tweet about food more. <laughs> what a horrible. I don't know what that yeah. was. That was like that was like an impersonation of Xavier Michaelides impersonating yeah. someone. Impersonating someone we don't know. So yeah, I'm just yeah. being racist about someone from Perth. Yes. Ultimately, yeah, is yeah, all that's yeah. happening. That's there. cool. Yeah. So um yeah, come down. The shows are going to be great. Uh, you know, last year at the festival we had Will Anderson and Hannibal Buress do our live show. Uh, this year, you know, we're we're we've already got some stuff lined up. It's going to be big names. People doing the festival. Yeah. People not doing the festival. Yeah, we're keeping a few up our sleeves. We should uh, we should keep that. Some of them are even as good as the guests we have today. Uh, <laughs> oh, we promise it won't be just me and him. <laughs> How depressing would that be? Out of a whole festival, everyone's around, and yep. Mondays everyone has the night off, and we still can't get yep. a single goddamn soul yep. to just come out and do pull it. Pull people out of the audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. So, guys, uh, that's on Ticketmaster and all that sort of stuff. It'll. It'll be in the guide when the Melbourne International Comedy Festival guide comes out, whatever. It'll be very easy to, to figure out. But, yes. Uh, uh, hey, so on top of that, also the T-shirts. I think we may have mentioned the T-shirts once or twice before. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, that leads Another into... Another thing that we're going to keep repeating because yeah. they cost us a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, uh, I can move in my house. Um, so the, that leads me into... Um, I I was in Adelaide last week. I did a run of gigs in Adelaide, the lovely run of gigs in Adelaide um, that you can do, that you've done before, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went over there with friend of the show, Nick Cody. 
Um, and that was a lot of fun. The gigs are, uh, you know, a lot of fun. And the great thing was that we've got a lot of um, listeners in Adelaide. We do, yeah. Yeah. And um, so a bunch of them, we had listeners every night come out to the gigs and, and come and say hi and all of that stuff. Um, which I forget great. her name, but did you meet, th- there's one girl who emailed me going, hey, I'm your only Dum Dum listener in Adelaide. And I went, well, we have a few. And she goes, no, you don't. I'm the only one. I'm like, I've gotten emails from others. And she goes, I'm going to go see Carl. I'm going to prove to you that I'm the only one. No, she wasn't. From Adelaide who listens. Is that Alicia? I can't remember her name. I think it might be. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She's not going to listen anymore. I couldn't even remember her name. No, So that'll make her happy. We had more. We had more. Um, Yeah, no, we had more. We sold, I sold shirts. Yes. Yeah. Um, we had some good friends of the show come along and have a look. Um, and we should mention if you if you're in Adelaide and uh, and and you you listen to this, uh, go and check out some of the Adelaide comedy gigs because they are great. Sure. Friends of the show are on all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, they were great, great, and we sold shirts and we sold. We even sold um, one grey shirt, which was one. Uh, yeah. That's pretty That's good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So um, it was funny though because obviously. We've mentioned before that they've been harder to move, and I'm blaming that squarely on you. That is Team Allsop that's, that's holding us See, back. I've been thinking about this this week. You hold me solely responsible <laughs> yes. about this, and you keep mentioning on the show how shitty the grey shirts are, but you've fronted up all the money for these out of your own pocket. That's it's why a, I'm blaming you, because I'm angry. It's a technique. You should be wanting to push them harder so that they we get rid of more of them. You no, get them out of your house. I'm not bagging the shirts. The shirts are fine. I'm begging your choice because I've got to blame it on someone. God, I've got to, I've, I had to tell my girlfriend it was someone else's fault why we've got so many of them in my house. But, so, this is funny though, because um, the guys, Craig, Craig Egan runs Adelaide Comedy mm-hmm. um, and he's a friend of the show. He listens. He, he, he made a big trip um, up the country and listened to like 25 episodes in a row or yep. something like that. And then he ran into a kangaroo yes. and his car is now undrivable. Yeah. So yep. I like to think that we're in part responsible yeah. for that. Yeah. So um, he, uh, at the end of the week of gigs, it was great. It was a very fun week and whatever. And at the end I said, hey, um, would you like a, a shirt? Because, you know, you listen to the show and I'd like to thank you for, for having us and whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'd love a shirt. I'd love a shirt. And we'd actually... Um, Sold. I actually sold quite a few shirts mm-hmm. during the week. So I said, look, I, you know, what size are you? And he said, I'm a large. And I went, okay, what color do you want? And he's like, navy. And I go, oh, look, I've, I'm out of navy. I'm out of um, large navies. Um, I'm out of medium uh, navies as well. Um, but I've got large and medium in, in gray. And he went, I could probably squeeze into a small navy. <laughs> So I can't even give the grey ones oh, away. I'm happy now that that kangaroo hit his car. Yeah. That was I sent that out there. I went yeah. back in time and sent that pre-emptive out there. Pre-emptive karma. Yeah, pre-emptive yeah. kangaroo karma. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. They're, I I still think they look... I like them. Oh, no, you convinced me at the good. time. You convinced me at the time. But then, uh, yeah, we just haven't... Everyone just loves the Navy, which is... Uh, well, well, they love Team Chandler. Either one. I'm not sure. But... I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, it was good. No, um, plenty of dumb dumb pencil. It was great. Um, Adelaide. So you were there with friend of the show, Nick Cody. Yep. And uh, this, this will tie in interestingly. It's, it is interesting timing that you went over there because uh, people who've been listening week to week will know that we've been uh, discussing our fitness and uh, our weights. And we've both been on a bit of a, you know, trying to exercise more and eat better. Do you, you look a little bit, do you look a little bit better this week? I've been, I've been doing a lot. Yeah, right. I think you might look a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking about that a lot. And then if you've been listening far back enough, you will know that to us, Adelaide is the land of 
24-hour bakeries. Yeah. That's like, all it is there it's for. It's like Vegas for pastry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, what happened was... Um, they need to set them all up in the one strip. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's got like a ridiculous landmark. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, the yeah. Eiffel Tower Bakery. And there's hotels. the Medieval Bakery. Yeah, yeah. There's Bill's Gambling Bakery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've all got a show in. Strippers inside the bakeries. <laughs> Penthouse Suites. That would be awesome. You've got a, you've got a, um, you've got Elton John doing a little yeah. show next to the Cheese Kranskys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you've got, you've, you've got the Australian equivalent though. So you've got Guy Sebastian, Dana Villies. <laughs> Out of Billy's bakery. <laughs> oh man! You got um David Campbell up at uh, Hello. No, is it called Hello? Uh, Enjoy Enjoy Bakery oh, in, yeah, in yeah, Norwood. Yeah. Yeah, 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 all that stuff. Um, yeah. So I know where you're going with this. I know because I've been blaming on. Uh, I've been I've been talking about your size lately, but uh, because to be honest, I was hoping. For a complete turnaround this week, I was yep. hoping you'd waddle in here yep. because I know the the lure. I'm I'm actually I want to go back to Adelaide and do gigs. I'm scared because I reckon I was there in uh, about September, and I reckon this weight that I'm carrying now, most of it is down. Half of it was that week in Adelaide with the 24 hour bakeries, yep. and then the other half was Vegas. Yep. So I'm worried that I'm going to do all this work and sort of start to work it off, and then if I go to Adelaide. I can't help it. Yeah. It's too, they're too good. You've still got a few 2011 sausage rolls in your gut, Exactly. You? Yeah. So I was hoping you would have succumbed. I was like, I was to be honest, sitting there all of last week, sort of twiddling my little fingers together, getting just very excited. Just imagining me chewing. Ima- it did. It did. It kept me warm going to sleep at night. <laughs> just imagining he's probably stuffing his face right now. He'll be getting pissed every night. He's going to come back and then we'll see who fucking needs to do some work. Yeah. No, well, that's, you know what? I had to use every ounce of my... Uh, uh, willpower to not do that because you know what it is over there. You go over there and you do gigs and you've got nothing to do during the day and you can go and eat or do whatever. And then after the gig, um, generally in Melbourne, it's a bit of a culture of stand up where you know you have a couple of beers after the gig, there's people to talk to, you know, whatever, and there's other stuff to go and do. Adelaide, there's really not that much to do. So no. after the gig in Adelaide, it's like, okay, we do a gig. Now what? Do you want to kick on? No, the pub's closing in five minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're all going home. And then it's like, it's literally like you come off stage, you're energized, like, yeah, let's do something. And the only thing to do is to go and, and get eat. a pasty. Yeah. 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 So and that's I've, what it turned well, into. I found when I was there, a lot of the local Adelaide comics, some, some of which are friends of the show. Yeah. Not all, but some, yeah. uh, get really into the bakery thing. They're like, oh, we're going to take you to Village. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's like a little treat. It's like they're the, the gophers for like when Kanye West's in town. You yeah, know, they're yeah. like, ah, oh, we'll go and show you Birang Ma or, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Entourage, instead of going down the strip or whatever, <laughs> it's just, yeah, to Villies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we sort of did. And I was like, because of this weight loss thing that, that we've been going on about, you know, at home, me and my girlfriend have got this little chart where we weigh each other every week and we put oh down God. like what exercise we've been doing. <laughs> but it's good. It yeah. works because... Yeah. I was just thinking, like every Monday we weigh each other, mm-hmm. and because of that, I was thinking of the weigh-in. I was thinking of the sure. weigh-in the whole week, and I'm like, oh, I cannot come back and cop it. And you're like, doing your own Biggest Loser. I know. You're, you're like Tiff. Am you're I? a male Tiff. Does, is that good? She's like the real intense trainer on Biggest oh, Loser. But I'm being intense about myself. Like it's all. Oh, you've made it sound like you're giving your girlfriend a bit of. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. I didn't eat that much um, because I'm worried about it. I'm like, oh, I've got to answer to the wall, to yeah. the wall chart. To the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I went out and like tried my best and whatever. And I think I did pretty good. And I even, I ran over, ran when I was around there and all that sort of stuff. Actually, that was funny because I went for an exercise. I went, 
Um, it was quite hot over there, so I had to push myself to go and. It's go hard. For a job. I went. I ran around Princess Park this afternoon. Oh, it's and hot. My yeah. heart nearly exploded. Yeah. And all I could think the whole time was, if it wasn't for Chandler, I'd be happy right now. <laughs> oh, really? I'd be fat and I'd be happy. I'd be playing. <laughs> Do you Uncharted run and 3. think about me? Yes. I was. It was because. I run much better when, if I've had a bad day, I run much better if I'm fueled by anger. Like if I'm, you know what I mean? If Should I'm really I run behind off, you? Yes. Just going, fatty, <laughs> Tommy Fatsop. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like just thinking, man, you know, it's a what if I'm fat? I'd be fat and happy. I'll be, can I, I'll be playing can I run PlayStation. Be- can I run behind you going, hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that is... That is round two of the t-shirts for sure. <laughs> That's, That's what's on the extra, extra large. XXL shirt say, hey, wait, <laughs> see you, wait. The little cartoon fingers we have of ours are just eating cake. They're just stretched faces of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've gone into Photoshop the, and grabbed the, yeah. the stretch tool without yeah. eating shit. And then on the back, the big dum-dum club. Yeah. <laughs> the big plump, plump club. Um, so that's what I was doing. I, was, I went for a run. I went, okay, I'm going to go and do this. Went for a run in like, you know, hot, hot heat. It was high. It was thirties or whatever. And that's, that's hot to run around in. And because I've been to Adelaide a couple of times, you stay with Craig who runs the gigs, you mm-hmm. stay with him. So I sort of know my way a little bit around there. Yep. So, um, I got out there, I went for a run, started running a few blocks, ran a few more, went, I know what I'll do. I'll hit this park that's down that way. And I'll just do some laps of that. It's a bit shady and whatever. So I kept going, kept going, kept going. Kept going, started turning corners, going, yeah, it's around. I know it's sort of around here somewhere. Kept going, just kept running, and then went, oh, I'm thinking of a park in Perth. (laughs) (laughs) Just completely got my cities wrong and just ended up, I don't know where. I don't know where I was. What a wanker of a story. (laughs) Oh, I just travel so much, guys, that sometimes I'm in Adelaide and I think I'm in Perth. They're all just they're all just little podunk towns to me. I yeah, don't yeah. know. And they're big name drops too. Adelaide and Perth. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, I, you I go to heaps wanker. of sort of towns that are reasonably big. You wanker. So yeah, then I ran back, just got lost. Just running in circles. <laughs> so Yeah. That was good. How did you go? Uh how did you were there with of course friend of the show Nick Cody? Yeah, so I because I was doing the running and because I really tried hard after gigs and I didn't drink that much. Mm-hmm. And I tried not to have too many pies and stuff like that. But Nick Cody, friend of the show, if you've seen him before, you might want to, uh, the camera or the bakery adds 10 pounds, I think. <laughs> the Adelaide yeah. adds 10 pounds. Yeah, because he, oh, I don't think he'd ever seen a 24-hour bakery before. He forgot that they're just normal bakeries that are up late. And he acted like he'd never seen one before because he was just pounding them. And he, he was getting multiple pies and then vanilla slices. It's like, uh. I, don't, I don't need to read any dietary <laughs> books and stuff like that to know that eating a vanilla slice, it's just a, like a pound of the yeah. wrongest stuff. You it's, may as well shove a stick of butter right yeah, up your asshole. The color of a vanilla slice. Yeah. If you haven't seen one, look, Google it. Just the look of one. Yeah. It's, it's almost like it's warning you not to eat it. They've got the nickname Snot Blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, For a reason. The, the color is just the color saying, no, these colors don't exist in nature. Yeah. So why would you eat this? This yeah. is some bio, biochemical nightmare. Don't get me wrong, though. When you do eat one, they are better than just about anything else that is out there yeah, and a, a legally good, purchasable. Yeah, a good one is pretty good, but oh he was hoeing into them every night. Oh, so. man. See, that's I'm, I'm not. that's been the lucky thing for me with like throughout my life when I've been trying to lose weight and whatever. I'm, I'm not a sweet tooth and I'm not a snack guy. 
So it's not like, you know, I don't love chips. I don't love ice creams. I don't love chocolate and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So it's not like a thing where I really have to force myself yep. to not eat it. It's like every now and then I do. And then I go, why have I been eating Doritos all week? I hate this shit. I'm yeah. not going to do this anymore. Yeah. So I never go like the, the, the dessert goods. Yeah, right. But you give me a... Give, put me in Adelaide, give me a Kransky or a curry pie. Yeah, yeah. So he stacked it on is what you're he saying. He stacked it on. He, really? Well, so much so that... This excites me a lot yeah. because I was saying this to you before the show. The week after I got back from America, he was giving me shit about putting on weight before it was popular. Yeah. Before you did it. Yeah. Before anyone got on the Facebook or like the Twitter the, or anything. He was like the hipster anything. of hanging shit on Death Live about his <laughs> yes. guts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it pleases me a lot that he's gotten a bit of sweet come up. Yeah. You know, mate, it's like I was praying for it to happen to you. Yeah. Maybe I'm like, my aim was just a little yeah. bit off. But hey, someone who... Fat, fat Cupid so, was a little bit off. <laughs> someone who hung shit on me finally got their come up. Yeah, so yeah, I'm just yeah. happy that it's worked out well, that way. Put it this way. We, I talked to a friend of the show, Tommy Little, the next day and said, oh, Nick said he was going to come up and see your show last night. He's like, yeah, oh, I think that was him. It was like a fat version of him came <laughs> up. I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, it is noticeable. It wasn't just me. So that's, oh, that's funny. Great. Well, you know what? Um, I was coming back. So I spent the week in Adelaide and I got, I got a call from my girlfriend like towards the end of it. And she's like, so what are you, what are you bringing me back? I'm like, I'm in Adelaide. I'm, I've been away for four days. I'm in a town. I'm in a town just a couple of hundred it's kilometers away from home. minutes by plane. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, it's so close by plane that the the only common sense thing to get for her would actually to be a, to buy a pie at the airport. Yeah. And it'd be still warm yeah. when I got home to give it to her. This is a recurring thing with her. She does like tricking you into just buying her stuff. Yeah, it's like, oh, you've been away. You've been, you, oh, you went down to the shop to get you, to get some milk. Did you get me anything? Yeah, <laughs> milk. Did, didn't didn't when you were in the states? Didn't she just ask you for things to bring her back that were just shit she could get here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she just yeah. wanted me to buy her stuff. She's so. like, she. I reckon she thinks she's a she's got a bit of bloody Danny Ocean gear going on. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's trying to pull scams on you. Yeah, because it's yeah. What's unique to Adelaide that I could go and get that she would like? A farmers union. Yeah, yeah, that is a good. I'm not a. I said I'm not can a big not, dairy person. Oh, can but you not I do buy that like, here? Uh, you can, but it's like different. It's oh, like okay. a. I think this is what I've been told. It's a specific recipe of it that's really good. That's oh. only made in Adelaide. And they wouldn't share that with Melbourne. I, I, that's what I've been told. I don't know that's how milk. true that is. It's just flavored milk. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's that's just. But I've had. They one have there. these exotic ingredients I, over in South Australia that we don't have in Melbourne. Yeah, special snozberries that go in there. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. They are good. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Hey, what else? I saw. I saw. I saw this funny image. Um. I saw a guy. <laughs> that just f- sounded like you were just going to start telling me. I saw a funny image. It was on Facebook. Yeah. How yeah. desperate would this show get if it was just us the, recounting? There was a cat, and he was pretending he was a human. <laughs> and there was a very funny caption. Um. No. There was a guy standing outside the. There was a big man shop near where I was staying. Oh yeah. Big yeah. man shop. And, uh, well, you would have bought stuff there. Cause yeah, you... yay. Yeah. Um, it was a big man shop, and there was this big guy standing out the front, mm-hmm. and he was just waiting at the front, and he had two hands full. In one hand, he had a, like a big old school Sherlock Holmes pipe, which mm-hmm. he was puffing away on. In the other hand, <laughs> he was filling up with a Powerade. <laughs> Isn't that a sweet combo? That's, like he was, yeah. like he couldn't quite finish the pipe, so he had to keep <laughs> energizing himself to get through all the tobacco. Or I don't know how it worked. <laughs> oh, that was just a ridiculous. Yeah, combo. or he hates the pipe and eats the powerades to wash away the taste. Yeah, 
Yeah, or maybe but, it's both. Like it's two birds with one stone. Yeah, I don't know. But I also how's this? I also saw this guy that um, I hadn't seen in years, and I the last time I saw him was at a stand up gig in Melbourne, and I'm not sure if I've ever told you this story, but it was one of my one of the funniest things I'd ever seen when I just started stand up. We went. There's a place in Melbourne called the Exford Hotel mm-hmm. that still does stand up, and it's always pretty terrible. And it's got a bad name. It's not as bad as it used to no, be. No, no, no. When not, it first started, it was known as the roughest, yeah, worst, the worst gig in Melbourne. Yeah, but Darrow's would just yell at you. Yeah, and, it's a free yeah. gig, exactly. That's yeah. that's what it is. And it it's was, in a bit of a do, like slightly dodgy area of the yep. city. And it's almost like in your gig, you'd be intruding on people, you know, smoking crack or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Some yeah, people would be like, "Excuse me, I'm trying to be raped here." <laughs> Can you just keep it down a little bit? My word. Yeah. God. Where where can someone go these days to get quietly raped? So, anyway, one time I was doing a gig there and... Uh, the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. on this show. <laughs> one time I was doing a gig there, right, and it got to the end of the night and uh, this guy, there'd been like some unruly customers in there, exactly what we're describing, yes. just people, just arrows that were in there yelling and whatever. And this one, the, the main protagonist this, this night was this guy that had one arm and he was just yelling stuff all night and there was people with him and they'd be like, eh, 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 the whole night. And because of the nature of the gig, it's such a bad gig that only new people want to get up there. Mm. No one experienced would want to hop up and, and do this horrible gig for no pay. Yeah. So all night people have been ragged on by this one arm man, you know, blah, blah, blah. anyway, <laughs> the end of the night, this one experienced guy who I saw in Adelaide the other day, um, he got up at the end of the night and no one had gone back at this guy all night. So... Um, he gets up, the one-armed man goes, you know, your shit, no good, whatever. And then this guy just turns to the crowd and goes, don't worry about him, he's armless. <laughs> so, and then easy, easy work. So then the crowd go, ah, ha, ha, and then he goes berserk, him and his clan go berserk. <laughs> oh, you clan. can't say that, you can't say that. Ah. And they get into this big back and forth. They just then they just rushed the stage, and it wasn't a stage; it's just like on the floor. Yeah. So it just it's just they all run over, and there's like a fight. And I'm like a new comedian sitting up the back of the room, going, "Oh no, I've never seen anything like this." And they all run on, and they're all like argy bargy, and you know, um, you know, punches were thrown, you know, yeah. um, and it just all sort of went crazy. It was a little bit scary, and then sort of the bouncers took their time getting there and sort of broke it up, and it was it was okay. But then, of course, it's very unsettling. And so everyone's just on edge after that going, oh, my God. You know, how are you supposed to do comedy after that? So, And you're in your little notebook going, armless, that is gold. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, up there yeah, with yeah. one of my little puns. Yeah, I can't wait to do more gigs with cripples. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, it all gets separated and whatever. And the, and the guy, and the, one of my men is sort of surprisingly okay about it, even though all of his clan look like, you know, bad characters. Well, it you looks, keep calling them a clan. Yeah, well... They were, they were like bad news. It was they like, were straight off the set of Survivor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they're all getting broken up, and they're, and they're getting moved back. And the, and the one I mean was surprisingly okay about it. He was sort of going, "Ah, uh, hey, mate, don't worry about, it, mate. It's all we're all good now. We're all good. It's all fine. We're all fine." And the the, the comedian's quite unnerved on stage, going, "Oh, how am I supposed to be funny now?" And that's all a bit weird. You know, it's been a fight and whatever. And he's like, "Oh, yeah, we we all good, mate. We all good." And the guy goes, "Ah, we're all right. We're all right. We're all right." And he actually comes up and shakes his hand, and whatever, and then backs away and goes, and, and the bouncers are kicking them out at this stage. And they go, and as they're being kicked out, the comedian sort of starts to go, oh, oh, feels a bit bad for it all. And he, he goes, oh, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Oh, what do you do for a living anyway, mate? And as this one-armed man is being escorted out the door, the final thing he says before he closes the door is he goes, 
I'm in organised crime. I kill assholes like you for a living. And then close the door. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So you saw this guy in Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Last, last week. So he, they haven't gotten him yet. He wasn't in a barrel in Adelaide. <laughs> he was actually like performing and stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, so that was like... It was like out of a TV show or a cartoon or something, the way it was just the final word going, I kill assholes like you for a living, slam. Oh, man, that is that is really terrifying. Yeah. It's always like I had a, a friend who um, there were suspicions that her family were in organized crime, and you sort of, you don't know what whether to buy because that seems like a whole world that's like make-believe, yeah. even though it does happen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it seems so, I don't want to talk about it anymore in case they listen or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> Really? Because we used to joke about it and go, we had our suspicions like, oh, bloody thing, there's family there and the mob and whatever. And then someone one day went, there's like a pretty much 95% chance that that's actually what they do. Like, yeah. it's pretty certain that that's what they we do. We can talk about it. We- and then suddenly we were like terrified and we're like, and this is at her 21st that this discussion's going on and we're looking around the room and suddenly it's like, oh yeah, these guys do look a bit full on. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, they looked after Frank Sinatra and whatever. Like, we, maybe, you know, we've got a big organized crime, a big mafia following, you know. We could end up performing at some of their shows. Like, instead of Vanessa Amorossi that seems to be roped into it and people like that, really? they, they could get us in Is there. Is Vanessa Amorossi tied in with the mob? No, I'm not saying she's tied in with the mob. Oh, okay, right. I'm just saying that, you know, I've seen gigs like that happen and, like, she'll be on or, you know, oh, whoever right. will be on. They'll, they'll have... You know, acts on. I'm not saying that Vanessa Amorossi has strong arm tactics like in her normal life or anything. She's a singer. She doesn't, she's not up like on streets smashing windows if they're not paying on time. Flapaketa don't get their money and she's not like going in there and chucking pizzas out the window and <laughs> breaking the waiter's legs or whatever. I'm, I'm saying that's not happening. I might have to stop if, <laughs> if it, just the image. Of Vanessa Amorossi trashing a La Pochetta. Anyone who's any any anyone who likes doing art and sending it into this show, please doctor up a bit of an image of Vanessa Amorossi going ape shit in a La Pochetta. Yeah, sticking to some horses' heads in some uh in some uh La Pochetta beds. So you're yeah. saying maybe we could do a bit of dum dum maybe we could do a trial show for our comedy festival shows for the mafia. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well if you for are an Italian RSL somewhere, yeah. <laughs> So if you're in the mafia, uh, get in touch with us. Yeah. Little dum dum club at gmail dot com. Yeah. If you're out in uh, St Albans at a soccer club or something, and you want us to come out and uh, get bashed, we could do. No, let's not do that. <laughs> See, moments like this is why I use a fake name, but you've ruined <laughs> that trick for me by uh, you know. Anyway, um, I've I uh, I've been in a lot of audiences this week. Like I saw a lot of movies in this last week, and I went oh, yeah. to the tennis last night. And I like being in, you know, theatres or arenas or anything where there's a lot of people around you because odds are someone's going to do something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I went to the movies the other night uh, and saw Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yep. And uh, it's a very quiet movie, a lot of very quiet moments. And at one point, not much is happening on screen. It's sort of silent. And this guy sitting near us has opened his bottle of Coke, but it had obviously been shaken up a lot. So it fizzed everywhere. So what we heard in the silence, everyone in the cinema has heard the fizz and then his reaction, which was like this. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Just <laughs> coming from the back of the theatre in the silence. Just such a stunning moment. Because you, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And then I couldn't focus on the rest of the movie because I just picture him just covered in coke, trying to wipe it off him. And just, you know, when someone in the audience does something that's like better than the movie you're watching, yeah. and you're like, should I just get out now? Because yeah. if that's if that's taken me out enough, 
I went and saw um, Stargate in the cinema. <laughs> Super Clang. I went and saw Stargate with friends. One of those the, uh, movies that I do not choose to go and see. Someone else must have the wanted Mary to see. drive-in. No. It's the Ballarat Twin Cinema. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's not Twin Cinema, is it? My oh, apologies. Yeah, yeah. The Regent <laughs> Cinema, whatever it's called. Um, in Ballarat. Um, They've to... got ties to the mafia, so don't fuck oh, up their name or we'll hear about it. Yep. So I went there with mates, and it was a movie I didn't want to see. It's, I'm not into that sort of stuff. Um, but it, I actually enjoyed it because I had one of those people right behind me that had gone by themselves, and he'd just chosen to narrate the movie. Oh. But I actually enjoyed it more because he was so ridiculous at it. Like something sci-fi would happen, something would... Like they'd go up, they'd, they'd materialize somewhere or they'd have laser guns or whatever it was. And he'd go, oh, and he's sitting by himself yeah. and he's just saying over the top of us, imagine if you could do that, you wouldn't be dead for quids. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a good call, I guess. Yeah. If you had a, if you had a laser gun, yeah, it's, that's good. And then, you know, he'd, they'd get into a fight and he'd go, I'll tell you what, they got their backs to the wall now. And you go, oh, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah. They're, they're in for a big fight. You're that's right awesome. there. And then it, it all happened. It was all, you know getting tidied up at the end and he just literally slapped his hands together and went time to shut up shop <laughs> <laughs> also uh, I went to the tennis last night oh, and, yeah. the uh, Australian Open tennis Australian Open tennis yep. the Grand Slam of the Asia Pacific yeah um, it was uh, it was good it was good because uh, I hadn't been for ages and I've uh, never been and I, really it's ridiculous because I sit home at the moment and watch it on TV yeah it's like I could walk there like I tonight, I literally I was I was watching it today, and then I got in my car and drove five minutes. and went, oh, that's where it is. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. very sad. It's 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 good. It, I think it might be my favorite sport to watch. Right. You know, like I'm not a big sports guy, but I forgot how much I enjoyed it. But anyway, because um, it's a you know we went to the night game and they've got the roof open in the arena, so a lot of birds come in, and then towards the end, a lot of bugs are flying around, yeah. cicadas and and the like. At one point on the big screen, in between a point. They've cut to a shot on the court of a cicada just walking around the court. And then the players start the next point. So the cameras obviously start showing the point. And then the point gets won. So then they cut back to the shot of the cater just shattered to smithereens <laughs> on the court. Just literally in about 400 pieces. Just ooze everywhere. Leg over here, head over here. It was ridiculous. It was like, I just like the idea of like the one camera guy who's like, just a bit, like a bit, put him on watch because he's going to fucking murder someone. Yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Just going, instead just of, looking at the cicada and going, this is going to pay off a treat. Yeah, and yeah. Then, instead yeah. of finding the hot chick in the tennis, yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, quick, go to camera four, squash bug. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish they'd bought in the slow motion camera or the <laughs> yeah. you know, that big sweeping one they've got on the ropes that yeah. like comes straight down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that would have been amazing. Oh, hey, we just missed out on a treat. My girlfriend just rang me. Oh. I could I could have put her on speakerphone and put her straight on the show. Oh, do we want to? Mm, probably not. Why not? <laughs> she, she was probably just ringing to 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 say, "Get me something." Yeah, let's get, do it. Get me something. No, let's do the... it. Call her no, back. No, Call her no, back. No. Don't bring it up if no, you're not going to do it. No. This is the worst thing of all time. No. What about we start a new segment, Diane's Corner? She hates it. Why? She now listens to the show <laughs> just to find out what I say about it. <laughs> well, this will lead into the next thing, conveniently enough, because. Um, listeners will know I've been house hunting for a while. Oh, I've been yes, big news. Veritably homeless. Over the weekend, I moved in with my girlfriend. Yes. Um, and the reason for that is that 
I see you come in here. I try and craft together stories from things I've done during the week. I go out and try and get experiences. I try and see things. I try and partake in life. All you have to do, sit around your house, wait for your girlfriend to open her gob, yep. and there's an easy 15 minutes. Yep. And I'm I'm bloody jack of it, to be honest. So yep. I thought, I'm going to get in on this racket. Yep. I'm moving in. I'm shacking up. I've got the dictaphone going. And... We're changing the show to shit my girlfriend's say. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, my girlfriends say. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. So it's been uh, it's been interesting so far. It's been an interesting journey because we were originally. How many looking, days? How many days? We moved in on Saturday, and it's Tuesday now. Yeah. So I, wow. I guess sort of excludes Saturday because Saturday is just moving everything in. Have you ever lived with a girl before? I've never lived with a girl. Wow. I've never lived with a girlfriend. I lived with a girl. Yeah, yeah never yeah. with a girlfriend. So how's it? How's and it? she's never lived with a boyfriend. So right. Yeah. But you have someone else in the house, don't you? We do. So it's not just like, it's not the honeymoon suite at the moment, the whole joint. No, no. Which not, I think you're not, is... You're not, you're, not, you're not grinding on every surface <laughs> quite yet, is it? Until... We still are, much to the chagrin of our <laughs> house, mate. Well, here's the story, because we were originally looking with a friend of hers. She was looking with a friend of hers, first of all, and then I sort of thought, well, what are my options? My options are find some mentals on Gumtree yep. or do this. And, it's you know, I thought, I'll, I thought, Lesser of two evils. I did say that to her. Probably yeah. shouldn't have said that to her. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what my girlfriend says to me. Did, we, did you move in because you really love me or because you didn't want to live with any more crazy housemates? Like, we'll just look at that question you asked me again and the way you phrased it, and I think you'll find the answer. <laughs> I love you because you're not a crazy housemate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were looking with a, a friend of hers, and then we got this place, uh, and then... It's a really, it's a, it's a really big place. It's, it's really nice. Um, and right after we got it, her friend just who still lives at home, got cold feet and went, I can't do this and bailed on us. But then it was like, well, we've been looking for ages. We've gotten this house. It's too good to pass up. We'll just have to find someone else. Yep. So we went and met this girl who's a friend of a friend and there's me and Alice, my girlfriend drove to meet this other girl, this third girl. And I realized Going as a couple to interview oh. another housemate, there are a lot of similarities between doing that and scouting someone for a threesome. Yeah. Just the setup of it, like you're trying to, you know, you're feeling each other out. You've got, there's a bit of awkward conversation about it. I immediately liken it to, you know, when couples have a surrogate mother of a child or oh, whatever. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It feels like, it feels like you're driving to do something weird. Cause Is it like Juno? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it was yeah because my girlfriend's fifteen and pregnant. Uh, it's, yeah, it was it was she, very... so she's older than you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a hack and um... got the same gut on her. Yay! <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, did Man, I tell it, you it, stages like this? I would just wish we had a guest in here to just <laughs> check this gold out. <laughs> You've got no one to do a victory lap. Yeah, with. no, I'm, I... I'm not high fiving anyone. This is frustrating. <laughs> Can I tell you this on the on the? I don't know if I've said this on the show or even to you in person. Um, I was I was getting insecure about putting on weight a little while ago, and saying to my girlfriend, "Oh, oh, look at this! I put on weight. This is bullshit. And oh, I got these tits. This is ridiculous." <laughs> and she goes, "They're not tits. It's they're like they're like." They're like the breasts that you get when you're an 11 year old. They're the little 11 year old girl breasts that you've got. Oh, that's made you feel better. Yeah, exactly. I was like, is that, I think that's somehow worse. Yeah. No, they're not fully developed yet. I'm like, oh, yet, because this is a sliding scale. (laughs) Yeah, that would make things worse. She goes, no, no, that's a good thing. I find breasts on 11 year olds attractive. Mm. That's a good thing. (laughs) Oh, okay. But no, it's good so far. It's, uh, 
you know, it's really nice. Um, I think it's good for your relationship. People say it changes your relationship. Um, about an hour after we'd moved in, my girlfriend was in the bathroom and she yelled out, can you get my tampons from the bedroom? Uh, I thought, oh, is this, is this how it is? Is this what it's like? Yeah. Have we signed the lease yet? Is it too late to get out? The curtains are open now, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's there's, all, no, there's no more showbiz. Man, there is no hiding. There's yeah. no more showbiz. Yeah. There's no hiding. No, it's all, it's all, um, can you actually close the toilet door <laughs> when you're, if you're going to make that much noise? I don't actually want to hear that. <laughs> She's going to love this one, yeah. your girlfriend. <laughs> This is the moment where I wish I was probably editing Can the episode. Can you close the door? Because there's so much noise. <laughs> Are you dating Rodney Root? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But have you got any, because you've lived with your girl. How long have you lived with your girlfriend for? Um, about 18 months, I think. And yeah. ha- any, any things to look out for apart from her leaving the toilet door open? Oh. Is there any, what are some, I mean, what are some uh, uh, pitfalls that you, easy ones that you fell into? Yeah, well, it was that thing this morning where, you know, familiarity does breed contempt. You yes. spend that much time together <laughs> and it's like this morning. Well, so far I've been spending as much time out of the house <laughs> as I can. I came in here six hours early. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing this morning where, you know, I, I, I had a late gig last night, so I'm trying to sleep in. My girlfriend's getting up early to go to work, so we spent, you know, we, we say probably four words to each other. But in the four words, we've managed to have a fight because I locked the wire door last night. And she got up and didn't know how to unlock the wide door. And I'm like, it's with a key. You know your key. And she's like, yeah, but I don't know how to do it. I'm like, what? how else could you do it but turn it left or right? Just do, do both of them. You'll figure it out. You've got two options. Go down either of the roads. Double back and use the other one if one's not right. And then so that became a, a fight over the locking of a door. This sounds awful. Why it's did you not, not warn me? Why yeah. did you not warn me? Sorry. Sorry. You had so much time. <laughs> no, but that's how stupid I am because I've, uh, you know, it turns into a fight. I'm like, just settle down. You, you're having a screaming fit over a, a bloody wired door. Yeah. Well, because I'm generally, I'm, I'm pretty non-confrontational. So I sort of, I'm, I'm a bit of a, in, in some regards, I'm a bit of a doormat. Like I don't, I don't speak out about things like that. But then I, I had this thing where I move in where I'm like, right, if something shits me about something that's happening, I got to say it and yep. put a clamp on it early. But then I'm starting to think that maybe I shouldn't because I've bought up one or two things so far and I just look insanely petty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, the only solution is to be slowly driven to insanity yes. and then hang myself in the spare bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta you got to leave it a little bit, I think. Three or four days in, you can't, yeah, you can't bring up too much stuff yet, I don't think. Yet. Yeah. But, you know, I'll, I'll be very keen to see how you go because... Um, yeah, I haven't got anything changed so far. I haven't got, I've, everything I've suggested, none of it's been taken on board. So, you know, good luck. Yeah. Well, nothing really needs to change, you know? Yeah. Like I'm fine with the little things that. You don't sound that fine. <laughs> it does sound like there's a lot of self-convincing going on, yeah. doesn't there? Yeah. Well, there's three days in and you, it's important enough to put it out to thousands of listeners. <laughs> so... Rather than tell it to your one girlfriend. Nah, we'll be we'll be fine. I'm just excited about what it's going to mean for the show. Okay, so listeners, I've done this for you. You don't really fancy her that much at all, do you? You just thought you'd you're moving in with material. I don't even know her last name. (laughs) Hey, um, we are getting close to the end of the show, but uh, I've got a mailbag here. Oh, that I think is going to be something. It's going to be something pretty interesting, I reckon. All right. Um, it's going to tie into what we were talking about earlier. Uh, during the week. Got an email from a listener of the show, uh, Nick 
Bevilacqua. I'm going to say that that's how that's pronounced. Uh, I hope that's right. Hey, mates, just finished listening to all 67 podcasts after a three-week-long three dum-dum marathon. Great show. You'd think listening to Tommy and Carl's voice, voice for over 60 hours would drive me mad, but it hasn't. Brackets maniacal laughter. I wanted to write to both of you guys because of the fitness discussion you were having. I'm a personal trainer and wanted to offer my services. If you guys need any pointers, tips, or general advice and motivation, I'm more than happy to help. Also, I'm a mobile personal trainer specializing in outdoor training, so if you guys ever want to smash out a session, I'm up for it. (laughs) Another thing, I had an idea for a bit of a challenge that you could both take. How does a little dumb, dumb Olympics sound? (laughs) (laughs) An on-air duel between Tommy and Carl involving strength, endurance, and speed challenges would be awesome. There could be two (laughs) guest judges to officiate. Thanks heaps for the entertaining and thought-provoking discussions on fast food and Mary Barra's populace. Keep up the great work, Nick. So there you go. There's a couple of things in there. What do you reckon? Well, if anyone's interested in us doing push-ups on air, yeah, sure. But uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound that good to me. I reckon we should go and do some sessions with him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, all right. That's a, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming know. it's... I don't know if I want anyone watching us do stuff. I don't know. What do you mean? I just like to go and do my thing and that's it. You know? Yeah, it's a free personal training session. Is it? But I feel like I'll, I'll, I feel like I'm a personal trainer already. Oh my god! Well, that's that's even more reason I, that we should do this, so you can measure yourself up against this guy's standard. I'll be like, he'll be like pushing me to do things, oh, and, I'll be, and I'll be saying, no, 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 this is the way no, you got to push him. This is a mask. This is bullshit. <laughs> You're scared. You are scared that your whole little tough guy mystique that you've got going on is just going to come tumbling down around you. You're going to do three push-ups. I bet the wall chart doesn't even exist. It does. <laughs> I've been doing, like, I go for runs. It's not like I'm going and, you know, doing chin-ups or anything like that. It's just, you know, I'm exercising. I'm going for a jog every day. It's, it's good. I think we should do some personal training sessions. With this guy. Look, let's talk about it. Let's not have it all out on air, just so it's easier for me to say flat out no. This is not the triumphant wrap-up of the show that I was really <laughs> hoping that it would be. Well, what did you want me to say? Yes, okay, let's go and do it right now. That's exactly what I want to say. Let's go and buy dumb dum- yes. dumbbells. Dumb yes, dumbbells, dumb dumbbells right now. yes. <laughs> Little dumb dumbbells. <laughs> Grey ones, please. Yeah. That's exactly what I wanted you to say. I wanted you to have some goddamn respect for the skill and the curtain that exists in doing radio. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to do any of it. Really? Uh, I'm going to do it. Really? Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give myself the edge. All right. Well, maybe. Maybe maybe just because you were at the stage where I think I could still beat you comprehensively. What about if we do it with Nick Cody? What about if we get him involved now? What if we, you, me, and Nick Cody do a person... Let's do one personal training session with this guy and see how we go. Uh, yeah, all right, maybe. Jeez, oh, this is so. All right, all right. This is so all unsatisfying right. for a all listener. Right. They've sat here for fifty goddamn minutes just to have you get to the end and go, "Oh, maybe." How are we meant to close this damn <laughs> okay, thing off? Okay, hey, hey, hey. All right, I'll do it. Ta-da! Yeah, we planned it all along. <laughs> Wish we'd never gotten you in here, Kiev. <laughs> You've ruined us again. 
Guys, that is just about it for another episode of the Little Dum Dum Club. If you want a t-shirt, littledumdumclub at gmail.com. Have a look on Facebook and Twitter. We've got pictures of them if yeah. you haven't seen them yet. They're in navy blue and grey. Yeah. And they say, hey, mate, on the front and see you, mate, on the back. Yes. And someone said it's a shame that they don't say g'day dickhead on the back. But would you really want to walk around in a shirt that has dickhead written on the back of it? Yeah. I wore, actually, I was out of uh, clean clothes. I wore mine when I was jogging the other day, which I realised looks funny when you go past people, because you go past them and they just see, see you, mate. Yeah, yeah, you go yeah. past them. Oh, I went to McDonald's the other day. <laughs> I've just given myself a life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here was I feeling guilty for eating a Subway sandwich when yeah. you walked in. All right, the, the, the personal training session's on. All right. Yes. <laughs> I went once the other day and... The... So you didn't go twice in one day, no, that's no, good. No, 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 no. And I was wearing the shirt. I was yeah. wearing the shirt the other day and the guy looked at me and went, hey, mate. <laughs> and I went, immediately I went, did I just make him say that? Have I got the... Is this T-shirt giving me power? But then, then, then I realised, no, it's just a thing that people say. It's like wearing a shirt that says... How are you going? And then yeah. going, yeah, look, I'm making people say it. It's like, no, that's what they would normally say. Yeah. Anyway. I bought a hat in New York that says thanks for nothing on it. And I would wear it. And the first couple of times I wear it, I'd forget that I was wearing a thing that said something on it. So a guy in 7-Eleven, I've bought a Coke and given him my money. And he goes, thanks for nothing. And I was like, what is this asshole? Want? <laughs> what is this all about? And then it wasn't until later on that I went, oh, okay. That happened. Well, technically, you're still dealing with an asshole that's... The sort of person that would just read out what you've got written on your hat. Yeah. Look at me looking back at him and going, 7 <laughs> yeah. 11. Yeah. Um, so thanks very much for listening, guys. Uh, we will see you next week with uh, some good guests. we got some. We got a good one lined up for next week, fingers crossed. Yep. I've just jinxed it. But uh, thanks very much for listening. We really appreciate it. Get on iTunes, leave a review, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter, buy a ticket to come see us at the Comedy Festival, and we will see you next time. See, see you, mate. mate.